Super Talk Mississippi media production. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Good morning and and welcome to Coast View, the show that celebrates the men and women who are making coastal Mississippi such a great place to live, work, and play. Hey, I'm a Catholic. I find inspiration in uh, Pope Francis. And one of the things he says is that we don't we don't listen enough. You know, we we spend too much time moving fast in our lives and um, and it oftentimes keeps us from listening. And then on top of that, you know, we're, since we're moving so fast, before someone's even done with their thought, we'll uh, we'll sort of cut him or her off and interrupt them. You know, I think listening is a, is a really important part of our lives and we should all probably do better job at that. In my show, Coach View, one of the things I look forward to is listening to my guests every morning. Uh, it, it, you know, it gives me an opportunity to get to know people behind the public face, gives you an opportunity to do that. And if I enjoy it, I'm hoping that you'll enjoy having these conversations. They have so much to teach us. They have a lot to teach us about inspiration. One of the things I, I have found is that people who come on my show, they actually share several attributes. Uh, one is they, they have empathy for others. Um, they really care about other people, and they see past political lines and racial lines and cultural differences. Um, they really care about people, and they believe in team. I find that they have courage, you know, and usually that courage is bolstered by a dogged determination to really want to make a difference. They usually, and in most cases they do, have an incredible zest for life. They just, they just you know, don't want to leave a stone unturned. They really have a zest for life. They do their homework. They don't take shortcuts. I like to say they burn the midnight oil. Uh, they just, you know, they, they, they study and, uh, you know, there's not enough hours in, t- in the day to accomplish what they want to accomplish in their life. All of my guests, I think, have inspiration to share. So that leads me to the day. I got a note from Brian Lamar, who's the head of public affairs for the CB base in Gupport. He's become a really good friend. He's just a really smart guy. He cares a lot about the CB base, but really cares a lot about the community and our nation. And I've enjoyed getting to know him better. Um, He wanted me to do an interview with the uh, base fire chief, Thomas J. Murray Jr., better known as T.J. Murray. TJ actually spent time in New Orleans. He grew up in that area. You'll, you'll hear it in his voice here in a second. Um, he's a dedicated leader who gets things done. He did work at West Jefferson Hospital. He was at the Bell Chase ba- uh, base. He, he did some really dedicated work after Hurricane Katrina. And since he's been at the CB base, I, I think he may be the youngest police chief they've had. They, and based on the history they've been able to sort of look at, it looks like that TJ actually is. But he's improved efficiency. He's done a lot of assessment of uh, equipment shortfalls, and he's found ways to purchase new equipment. He's done all those things. Um, but he's also recovered from multiple cancer surgeries. And, he ha- and, and as Brian said, it's never really slowed him down. He's even saved someone's life while running a race, while wearing a, a, a Batman costume. I became, as a result of studying T.J. Murray, I became less interested in him as a police chief, excuse me, a a fire chief, and more interested in him as someone who 
um, is doing some special things in his life. And that's, by the way, that's not to say that his role as fire chief isn't important because it is, and he's doing a great job. But TJ, the person, has so much inspiration to share. So with that said, I want to I welcome TJ Murray, the uh, fire chief for the CB base in Gulfport, <clears throat> to Coast View. How you doing, TJ? I'm doing well, Mr. Matthews. Thank you very much for having me on your show. It's good to, good to see you call me Ricky, of course. So where did you grow up, TJ? I grew up uh, in what we call Metro New Orleans, a small town in, uh, called Bridge City, right by the Hoopalong Bridge. Yeah, yeah, I know that. When you, when you were growing up, I'm just curious, where did your inspiration come from? Um, well, everything, I had my mom and my dad, huge in my life. So coming up, uh, my dad was a fire chief. In the, in, the, in, in the town. So, you know, I remember going there. My first job was when I was 12, painting a fence and washing the bay floors in the summer. Wow. That's, uh, that's so interesting. So you, you knew you knew right off the bat you wanted to do this for a living. Yes, sir. Career path. Even in high school, we had a work program. So my senior year, I got my high school credits by being a fireman. Wow. That's that's so interesting. Um after Katrina, you you know we're kind of fast forwarding to this because we have a couple of segments together, and I want to get get to the nut of of you. But after Katrina, you uh, you you did some tireless work out there with a lot of other people. Tell me a little bit about that. Uh, yes, sir. So that you know, Katrina, everybody had a plan, but when something's on the magnitude and the scale of C- Katrina was. Uh, Nobody had anything on that level of for uh, for planning. So uh, I was actually our plan is so once a hurricane reaches a certain level, the department leaves and they take their resources and they come back. Well, two people had to stay back, and I was one of the two people that stayed. And we stayed on the bottom floor of uh, West, uh, West Jeff Hospital while Katrina was going on. And once the winds died back around 50 miles an hour where we could safely drive, we went straight back to our station. And, mm-hmm. and, and we didn't. Uh, unfortunately, our station got damaged. So we stayed with a neighboring fire department for six months almost, probably. Wow. So you had um, you saw a lot and did a lot during those days, didn't you? Yes, sir. They were long hours, uh, especially that was kind of I was definitely the newer guy in the station at that point. So uh, it's really on the job learning really, really fast at night. <laughs> so tell me the Batman costume story. <laughs> yeah, this is a good one. Um, so my family, we dress up, we go to Comic-Con and we do all kind of things. My wife makes costumes and, it, and we, we always have a real good time. We go to Renaissance festivals, festivals and all that stuff. So, um, and I, I, I'm a big runner. I ran multiple marathons, did multiple marathons in a week, did ultra marathons. So when the 10K in New Orleans is actually one of the biggest races in the world because the world record was set at there. So, so it's a very high purse if you beat the world record yeah. for that race. So it, it's a big event. And it wasn't that big of a run to me uh, doing uh, marathons and everything. So at 10K, I was like, I'm going to wear a costume, have fun, and be silly with it. Well, my it was my son's first uh, race also. So I just stayed behind him and f- followed him and make sure 
he was okay. And I, but I, I stayed behind because I didn't want to mess up his pace or anything. And my wife ran and she went straight ahead and she told me, whatever you do, do not leave our son because it's over 10,000 people that run this race. So um, we're a couple miles in and I see somebody laying down and I just go straight into that mode of, of first responder and, and, and trying to help out. And I'm going there, doing assessment. I see the, the guy hit the ground hard, like when you collapse, when you don't catch yourself. So, you know, it's serious. And so I started doing an assessment on him and he wasn't breathing. Uh, he was looking bad. So I started doing CPR. EMS unit rides. It was a supervisor. And I've been knowing him since or he's been knowing me since I was little. And I'm telling him what, what happened and what I saw. And he's like, TJ? I'm like, oh, yeah. How you doing, Miss Kenny? And and I had to like take my mask off because like once again full mask cape I got the muscle suit on and everything with the Batman suit so and once he realized we, we started doing CPR right down the middle of the race and the EMS unit finally arrived I jumped on the back of the unit with them transported the guy all the way to the Tulane hospital and I was given my field report to the ER uh, doctor and he's like, man, I understand everything you're going, but who are you? And I told him I'm Batman, and he never asked <laughs> anything else. <laughs> like, there was no question. Like, he's like, okay, I got it. <laughs> hey, did the man live? Yes, sir. Yeah, he, he lives uh, He lives right by the hospital where I go get my treatment at Oshner. And, you know, see each other. We text a lot and everything. Yeah. So Wow, that's, that's so cool. Yeah, I told you I was a paramedic one time in my life, and I've got a lot of stories like that to tell as well. Um, that's for another day, though. So, you know, TJ, you when when did you when did you discover that you were you were you had uh, cancer? Um, I was having some issues that was throwing up some flags to me, so I went to the doctor and did some testing. And during the test, is uh, once I woke up, he was like, you know, no, nothing's official results. Everything had to go to pathologists and all that. But he's like, it didn't look good. Mm-hmm. So he said, uh, I got a colonoscopy. He said, I couldn't even do the procedure normally. I had to do a pediatric scope on you because mm-hmm. your tumor was so aggressively big and uh, odd shaped. So, you know, those key words always uh, throw a red flag, even though you don't got a, official results. So, but I was at the Navy shipyard in D.C. receiving a, a one fire chief of the year for the Navy. And that then I got a call from my doctor and he told me, I normally don't do this on the phone, but we have to get you a treatment started immediately. So, so TJ, let's do this. Um, when we come back on the other side, I want to talk about your treatment, but I really want to zero in on your incredible positive state of mind and your and your zest for life and all of that. So when, when we come back after the break, we're going to get into this. This is uh, TJ Murray. He's the fire chief at the CB base in Gulfport, maybe the youngest ever. And uh, you notice how he just slipped in, He, what, (laughs) Navy uh, Fire Chief of the Year or whatever. We'll we'll come back to that as well in just a second. But we're going to continue the conversation about his courageous journey uh, after this break. A Super Talk Mississippi media production. 